Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. In 2017, life as we knew it came to a screeching halt when production on Sex and the City 3, the movie, was unceremoniously and abruptly shut down. Three years later, it was announced in 2020 that a Sex and the City reboot was in the works. However, the reboot is not actually a third movie, and thus, my journey continues. On this podcast, I will be doing what many believe to be the undoable. I will be saving Sex and the City 3. Hi, everyone, and welcome back to another episode of Saving Sex in the City 3. I am your host, Lara Marie Shane Halls, but you know that already. And with me today, truly, I'm so excited, actor, writer, hilarious person, Tommy Doe. Hi, juggler, ice skater, (laughs) humanitarian. (laughs) What doesn't he do? Truly. Name anything, and I'll be like, no, I've done that. I believe it. Jack of all (laughs) trades, honestly. Not only are you just in, like, energetically, like, great space, but, like, physically you can do all those challenges as well. In this economy, where where the jobs are scarce. Mm -hmm. In this juggling gig economy. (laughs) (laughs) Where the jobs are scarce. Like, yeah, I really, you gotta do it all at this point. Yeah. If you want to eat. (laughs) Thank you so much for being on the pod. I'm so excited to have you. Um, What is your, what are your feelings on and just like that? Like, where do you stand emotionally? I need to know. Okay. I mean, I'm a huge fan of Sex and the City. Huge, huge, huge. Mm -hmm. I think I saw it like later. I didn't see it while it was airing. I I, I grew up, I grew up in um, a, I'm a first generation. My parents are from Vietnam. So I grew up literally, it felt like Vietnam in my household. So we didn't have access to. (laughs) It wasn't a sex in the city household. It it wasn't. We we, we watched as a family, like maybe American Idol. But like, I don't, a lot of it was like um, Paris by Night, which is a um, Vietnamese um, kind of like American Idol, like singing show. Um, So I watched Sex and the City after the fact. I'm a huge fan of Sex and the City. Um, and just like that, I just feel like everyone's, I mean, it's like all the reboots, right? Like everyone's schedules are more free than they had thought that they were going to be. I think everyone Mm. was kind of like, oh, we're just kind of like move on and you know, whatever. And then everyone's like, oh yeah, that was like the best time of my life. Kind of like maybe like high school. So I think that's it. Do Do I think it's going to be good? Um, I don't, I don't know. I don't, I, you know what it is? I think it's like there is a point where people just like when you're the original excitement of making a show, you're like in such a little like bubble. Right. And you don't really have the sense of like what the show can be or where where it will grow or how it will resonate or 
or, or if it'll, you know, withstand the test of time and all of those things. Um, and you're just kind of like having fun. But now, mm-hmm. a f- like years and years and years later, you're like hyper aware of like how the show is and what people might like about the show. And then you start like kind of doing like impressions of yourself and like doing a caricature of yourself. So I think that might be an issue going to and just like that. But I could be wrong. I mean, it, it could be super awesome and groundbreaking. I don't know. <laughs> Yeah, I feel like the best way to approach it is to lower your expectations and then you can just be excited by everything that happens. Right. <laughs> right. <laughs> truly, truly expect nothing. Um, and... Expect less than nothing. Yeah. And that's, I think, kind of how I've been approaching it. And so with every passing, like, breaking news or photos from set, I'm, like, thrilled <laughs> yes, when you expect nothing, you are surprised when something happens. <laughs> you are elated. Yeah, when, and yeah. I feel like the only, like, as you were talking, I realized, I was like, wow, COVID has really been pretty bad, but I think that COVID gave us this reboot. Like, I don't think this reboot yeah. would have happened if there hadn't been a global pandemic. So, silver lining that's you know everything happens for a reason um (laughs) there is an art form to the behind the scenes videos i see on tiktok or like instagram they're like it's always sarah jessica parker running around town and on a windy day in like a pink dress but like they're like if you like compile all those videos one it's super like it's very artistic there's like she's just like running around town like with a script in her hand i'm really um uh captivated uh, so we'll see. Same. <laughs> yeah. And like, there's one video where she like forcefully enters like a restaurant of some sort. Yeah. And I was like, what Ooh. could she possibly be doing in there? And like, <laughs> I'm like, I'm on the edge of my seat. I really, I also don't have much these days, and and just like that is one of the only things. <laughs> So, I mean, like, I'm just like, going to be in a place of gratitude for whatever they provide. I'm I'm going to watch. I'm whether it's oh, good, bad, absolutely. evil, <laughs> hellish, I amazing. I hope that it is evil. Yeah. I, I yeah, truly that's do my hope, hope they channel the devil himself. You know? <laughs> my hope is that it's evil. It's truly it would be I mean, I'd watch it I'd really be. watch then. Yeah. Yeah, it is absolutely evil. Yeah, I I hope so. <laughs> Um, That feels like a good segue to just get into what your ideas are Um, for anyone, for anyone that's just tuning in. I have a guest on the podcast. I tell them to come up with a log line for each of the girls, which can truly be anything and everything. And then we like build the movie from the beginning based on my guest's vision. So without further ado, the mic is yours. Okay, um, so we don't do. Do you include the movies, or is it just yeah? Are you mm-hmm. oh, okay. movies okay, are okay. canon? I mean, I leave it to ever the guest discretion, but like personally, I absolutely include the movies. Oh, okay, okay. Well, yeah. the thing is, oh, of course, it's Sex and City three. Of course, you would have to include the movies. Um, the, okay, so I'm a fan of the show. I really love the first movie. The second movie I um, <laughs> walked out of. 
what point where did you what was the point the breaking point where you said i've had enough i'm leaving when the four cars showed up at the hotel in okay. it was in abu dhabi i was like oh i mm-hmm. i think i'm out i can't i don't think i can <laughs> i don't think bold. i can i don't think i can muster you know you know part of it was and i'll get to this in a second but the, um a big part of it was the audience was ooing and aahing to like the the things that make Sex and the City like fun. So it's like the the, mm-hmm. the amount of her closet, for instance, or her shoes, and and it just really made me upset that it didn't seem like anyone in the audience understood that this movie's fiction. Like they they were like, oh, whoa, look at all the shoes. I'm like, no, those are props. Like it's not. <laughs> <laughs> no, it was lit. The audience was fucking lit in those movies i know because i was like one of them truly like i i think the second movie came out on my birthday weekend and so you know i was like right there and i might have even just gone to see it alone because i was like i can't wait for anyone to get their schedules together to like coordinate (laughs) like it just has to be done now but it was it was a wild ride it's one of the most like engaged audiences like verbally engaged audiences i've ever been in verbally when those pink letters pop up and they're sparkling and they're dazzling the way that oh my god it was girls screaming just like losing their shit i was like are we all like no we're not okay (laughs) at least the merciful thing of in just like that is that everyone will be home watching it like you can't have like a communal experience so you won't be subjected to like the screams again (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> I, I just think that like the thing I liked about the show and the I even the first movie it like really it knows it's elevated so it has like a sense of humor about itself and you know there's like this dance of like um yes it's like high like fantasy but there's also this groundedness of like campiness I guess there was campiness was Liza Minnelli Liza Minnelli that wedding was in the second movie right Mm-hmm. Yeah, so I think that in that way it did, but it just became too um, like elevated that it was like an outer space for me that I was like, I don't, I can't, I don't, what, <laughs> what is going on yeah. here? Um, so I guess that leads me to my idea. So I decided that with for the third movie, we're gonna bring it back down to earth, and we're gonna Love. make it so grounded to the point where it's almost <laughs> unwatchable. Like it'll be like. <laughs> Are are we? It almost like just I think um, mundane. I just want I just want I just want to see Cynthia Nixon sitting on her front porch in Oklahoma, um, with no, <laughs> and the music could still be like dun 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 dun. dun but like the opposite is like her actions are very still, very yes, yeah, almost stoic. Looking at her maybe farm. Um, okay, yeah. so it's like I'm getting. I feel like this is like a Terrence Malick movie. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so I guess I'll go through my characters. Okay. Yes. <laughs> okay, so um, I had Carrie. Okay, so like the thing is, like in the show, I think there's this narrative in the show that Carrie is like, and it, it really came out in that episode with like the real me, where she was asked to be on the runway. Um, and, but she's like, I'm not a model. And she very much was fighting the fact that like, she is in no way an attention seeker, which is wildly untrue. Like, I don't understand Mm -hmm. why she's fighting that. Like, 
you love attention and like everything that she like every decision she makes in her own life is for attention. So I mm-hmm. I don't like that narrative, but I think that moving forward, she's realized that she also has this ability to like never be happy, right? Like no matter what she gets, she's like, I'm a kind of a terror and just like find a find something anyway. So I feel like she's yeah. like, I will only be happy if like I can I I've only been happy when I've like worked for myself. Like she's like you know, a writer and self-made and stuff like that. So I think that she would, it would be fun if she got like trapped in like a, um, a, uh, a pyramid scheme. She's become her own boss and maybe like something like Lula, Lula Rue. <laughs> like she like is. <laughs> like, is it, aren't those like workout clothes or something? Yeah. It's just like, like leggings or, it's or like leggings. Sort? Yeah. That you have to invest like thousands of dollars <laughs> and then hire people like under you they sell to and you train them and you get like a cut of their sales or something exactly it's a full-blown mlm okay, it's, it's a full-blown yeah. pyramid scheme and i think that she ropes her friends into them they feel obligated to do that but like it's like it's like any pyramid scheme relationship i have a lot of friends who are in it and they're like they have they're like do you want to do you want to support me in my business and you're like um I want to support you as a person because we're friends however this is a financial <laughs> trap <laughs> so yeah I, this isn't a business like no. <laughs> real businesses don't ask people to support them <laughs> like <laughs> FYI <laughs> you're essentially a post office you're just like kind of bringing things yeah. in sending things out you're not you're just a manufacturer I don't understand so I thought it'd be fun if Carrie... Okay, I love um, this for Carrie, yeah. So Carrie um, is deep in a pyramid scheme. Um, big, you know, I didn't think about Big. I, I think that maybe Big is trying to be as supportive as he can. Um, he has somehow been swindled, invested so much of his own money to support Carrie. She's very good at guilt-tripping people. Um, mm-hmm. So I think... And she might have... She's made millions maybe off of this. Like if she had big to just buy the initial purchase, like yeah. she might be like the queen of LuLaRoe. Yeah. Yeah. She's high up. She's, but <laughs> okay. the thing with being the queen of LuLaRoe is like, I'm sure millions that are coming in, millions are going out. So like, you're always mm-hmm. just breaking even. I think that's like, <laughs> great. <laughs> Business as usual. Business as usual. <laughs> um, and then I, uh, you know, for Charlotte, I was thinking she's the one, I think in like the series and everything, she's the only, she's the one, she's always been kind of like the butt of the, everyone's joke. Everyone was like, get a grip, Charlotte. Like your dreams are crazy. Like you have these big ideals or whatever. But I think like the growth that she's had throughout the series and the movies is like her dreams all come true and she is actually happy and she um, is successful and is married to the person that she loves and has, and, you know, she's like, she's living the life that she's always wanted. And she's kind of proved all of the other um, people wrong. You know, are all the other girls wrong. Totally. Right? Yeah. So I was mm-hmm. thinking that, like, if we can continue with that kind of trajectory and have her be, she's like, she's now a housewife. Is that what how it ended in Sex and City two? I don't. I, it, it doesn't matter. Anyways, she um, has started her own candle business. She's still basic, I think, in some ways. She still has like simple wants and dreams. So she started her own um, candle company. 
Um, and but it's actually successful. And okay. it's it, it she does wholesale, but she it's actually um, a business that Carrie is jealous of. This is like Carrie wants the to be business. the actual yeah. business. Um, and Charlotte actually has gone onto Shark Tank and has partnered up with Lori. Um, and Lori has invested all this money, and Charlotte is now like on QVC every other week, living the life that Carrie is jealous of. Mm-hmm. Okay. So, what is her what what would be a good name for her candle company? Um oh my god. Oh my god. I was like in, <laughs> oh go ahead. <laughs> I was in uh, Bath and Body Works the other day and I saw that they have that candle white barn. That's insane. Yeah, white barn. I think <laughs> I sniffed that candle and it might not be that bad. No, I think it's good. It's just the name like White Barn is yeah. White Barn is wild. Like that is. So... <laughs> um, I don't know. I, maybe like, um, I don't know. I, something basic but not predictable is like how I imagine Charlotte. She's it's simple but not like cringeworthy. I think Charlotte has this like kind of ability to like be basic but not um boring you know what i mean yeah like basic but classic yeah at the same time yeah mm-hmm. so um... like i was thinking like charlotte's embers or like even like <laughs> greenhouse when you said like white barn i was like oh greenhouse and it's like floral scents but and it could be greenhouse but it also could be greenhouse like a greenhouse done greenhouse Okay, love it. Gorgeous. And it's just like a lot of different flowers. And you're like, who needed another scented floral candle? But actually everyone does. They're amazing. Everyone does. And that's like their go-to now. Yeah. Okay, I love it. And I think it's like they're at an affordable price point, but like insanely high quality with great scents. Like she's cracked the candle code where you no longer have to spend ninety dollars to get like the best of the best candle you're getting her candles for like 35 dollars 35 bucks people have gone from anthropology's volcano candle to charlotte to charlotte maybe even cheaper than that maybe she's really cracked the code on like a 15 dollar candle where it's like that is unheard of and no one can believe it but even vogue is like I gotta say, like, I'm just obsessed with this candle. Okay, I have chills thinking about that. Chills. I would be obsessed. A three wick, anyone $15. Yes. Yeah, like, yeah. And you get, and she sells it on QVC of all places. And you're like, nothing about this makes sense. Like, it should be, it's so wrong that it's actually right. And her candles are just selling out. Like, the richest person will burn it and then someone that has like no money to really spend on candles can also get it and burn it and feel like at peace yeah you know what i think that if we fast forwarded like a few movies a few years she would be on the same trajectory as chip and joanna Gaines from hgtv um okay very like lifestyle would have her own magazine would um you know uh host a show about flipping houses um and just uh have everything have shiplap i think that's like but that but in her way in like a new york nice classic way yeah but the same like i see this for her yeah okay like candle making started as a weird hobby like a weird mom hobby and then suddenly blew up and then became like a passion and then just 
like expanded into all of those other things. Yeah. Right. It's that. something, it's something that is so, like, if someone starts out doing it, it's so cringeworthy. You're like, oh really? Like you're doing that. And then if it's actually successful, you're like, damn bitch, you fucking did it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So Charlotte would I be like for that. that for her. She'd yeah. do it. So I was thinking for Miranda, like I said before, I think she, you know, I'm just going to take directly from Desperate Housewives, but I see Miranda mm-hmm. being Lynette Scavo, having like quintuplets running, <laughs> running in C's family. She has five more kids. They can't afford to live in, <laughs> wow. <laughs> they can't okay, live in yes. Brooklyn anymore. They absolutely have to move out of the city. Um, and I want it to be so grounded that they have to move to like a square state or a state that's like um, landlocked Oklahoma mm-hmm. I'm gonna embarrass myself because yeah, I'm gonna said... say a state that's near uh, you know <laughs> no I'm from Oklahoma so I immediately like I am charmed by this idea and then okay. that I think that just brings an extra layer of knowledge and reality and groundedness to this storyline I haven't seen Desperate Housewives so I'm embarrassing myself there but I feel like you can fill in the blanks like where we come up and it'll just be like a very yin yang approach to Miranda's journey Amazing. Um, I, I was thinking that it was a, one of those, oh, her house was like in the middle of Tornado Alley. Um, mm-hmm. And so great. She might have a twister. It's very like twister-esque. There's like an action. Yeah. Great. <laughs> <laughs> they, um, they own, they own, they own farmland. Um, maybe they're like, I don't know, maybe like they're big uh, story arc is that they're having legal battles with Monsanto because of like seed patents. Um, something like very not glamorous is uh, something I would love for Miranda. Okay, yeah, I'm seeing like not that not that legal legal battles with Monsanto isn't glamorous. I don't want to like. <laughs> <laughs> I don't want to. <laughs> I get what you're saying, though. Yeah, like, I'm, like, I would like to see her. She's, like, struggling in the earth. Like, it's, she's, like, she's really having to, like, go head-to-head with Mother Nature and learn just about, like, what the earth needs. You've got to give it to it, like. Right, right. We take, like, her groundedness is, like, extremely literal. Yeah, (laughs) yeah. Like, (laughs) maybe, like, in the ground with, like, a tornado shelter. Like, literally Yeah, in the ground with a tornado shelter. She's, like, plowing the fields, like, (laughs) trying to, like, harvest, you know. (laughs) She is one with ground. Yeah. Right, great. And then the Samantha character, I, I, um... Was thinking that maybe Carrie, <laughs> she wants to be more, um, how do I say this? Carrie maybe wants to be a little more, um, I guess, woke, I guess, for a lack of a better, I guess, more um, in- inclusive of all diversities. She's, you know, she's been reading up and how to, like, be... Um, more more modern day i'll put in quotation marks if you want to <laughs> um so in my head maybe the samantha character has is uh carrie has invited um miranda's baby nurse lena into mm-hmm. the fold um and lena i i've made up lena's story based off my own mother's story where uh she's a uh, a refugee from um communism in vietnam and uh, was a boat person in 1979 
And um, I just thought it would be so fun to see these girls who are used to like an like a very glamorous high heeled life interact with somebody who um, nothing is nothing is not surprised or happy about anything. (laughs) Just like (laughs) great. So <laughs> is that Carrie's like Carrie's new friend? Like she's coming in as like another. She's like the fifth friend on Sex in the City. Yeah, yeah. She's she's decided okay. that she's she wants to align herself with somebody who maybe she doesn't have the most in common with, but in her head's like, oh, maybe that's a good thing. But in reality, it's maybe her trying. To, it's her doing it for like maybe optics. Yeah, it's kind of like tokenism in some in some respects. I feel like Miranda, like Miranda's moving away, and Carrie's like, we need a new friend to come to brunch, but we really need to like be more diverse and like welcome in. Like she's saying that to Samantha, so she's like, go recruit me, like a woman of color, to like get into this friend group. Okay, great. And they're like going through their like phone, like who do I know that is a woman of color? There's like three people. Yeah. <laughs> okay, love this. And then Great. Leanne, is it Leanne or Lena? With Leanne, right? It's Le- Lena. Lena. Okay. Yeah. And she is like, do you have like a arc for her, an idea for her? She's like there. Like, what does her? Do you have anything for her? We're gonna <clears throat> we'll figure that out. I think she, uh, maybe we'll figure it out. But I think she's mostly reactive. She's just there as a reflection of okay. care. Who care of? Um, I think she's a reflection of who Carrie wants to be in the future, <laughs> which is so strange. <laughs> Great. And it, I feel like she's probably annoyed by Carrie, too. Tr- truly annoyed. Only, only, and maybe was a doctor in her, uh, in Vietnam, and has now been subjected mm-hmm. to um, just going along with terrible things for the sake of existing in peace. <laughs> Yeah. yeah, and like now, yeah, and is just like I can't believe these people that I'm around. Like, I guess I'll come to lunch, but yeah, okay, great. <laughs> Not hasn't fully integrated, but definitely shows up to lunch and like yeah. scowls and refuses to buy any of Carrie's like Lularoe, Lularoe no. products. <laughs> like, I would never do that. <laughs> <laughs> makes fun of Carrie for her athletic wear. <laughs> mm-hmm. <clears throat> okay, great. I think also Carrie has kept like her MLM a total secret from everyone. Like no okay. one outside of Mr. Big knows that she's doing this because it would be like really bad for the brand, but writing is not paying the bills like it used to like she true i think she's confronting the reality that like she cannot support herself on like a writer's salary so she has to do something big and like bold to get the money that she wants but it also is like a now her full-time job secretly and like she doesn't say it because it would be really unchic right it's like it's like when uh, people want to become models and they're like I want to model for Gucci and you're like okay but like people who model for like Target make them more more money you know what I mean like I think mm-hmm. that she's decided that commercialism is the way to make any kind of money around here so she's really dipped yeah it's into the that. only thing yeah and that causes more tension with her and Charlotte because Charlotte's like passionate about what she does and can be really visible about it and Carrie meanwhile is just like 
has a whole room and her apartment was big that's <laughs> devoted to like $10 leggings. Yeah. <laughs> That, that are that really closet. bad quality that she would never wear. Yeah. <laughs> that closet that Big built for her is now filled with like like weird printed <laughs> giraffe print leggings. It's her store it's a storage room now, like her <laughs> merchandise. Yeah. <laughs> She's in hell. <laughs> She's in hell. Help me. Okay, so <laughs> we open obviously on like the city of New York, the city that never sleeps. I think maybe all the girls are getting ready to meet for brunch. And maybe they're all do like finishing up some different thing that can catch us up to like where they are currently. Like sure. Carrie's Carrie's gotten like a paycheck from Vogue or wherever, but it's for like three hundred fifty dollars for like a con. <laughs> Or like a weekly column that she writes like online and she also it says like one three hundred fifty dollar check and then a stack of bills like on her desk and you see her being like i don't know what like yeah this isn't working. she rolls her eyes to the chorus of suddenly i see it's like suddenly mm-hmm. i see da, 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 da. yeah so she's she's just like wiping her brow because of the stack yeah and then um maybe like she like turn like this the camera pivots around her she turns around and she stacks one of the boxes of uh, the Lula room. <laughs> yeah, like she's like she opens her closet and you think like she's gonna get ready. Like maybe she's just in her bathrobe at first, and yeah. you're like, oh, like the, all the girls are on the edge of their seats, being like, she slowly opens her closet. And the <laughs> girls are screaming in the audience, getting so excited for the reveal of Carrie's closet, and it's literally just bo- cardboard boxes, floor to ceiling. And yeah. she like packs a box like in like a little poly mailer and like prints out a a label and like attaches it to the thing and then like you just see her doing that and it's a long shot that it's, <laughs> it's like five minutes of this <laughs> shipping process. <laughs> the, the, the height of it is the printer running out of toner and she's just like trying to like slam on the printer trying to like get it to like. And then it gets like tangled. The paper gets tangled. It's really hard mm-hmm. to print on um, <clears throat> sticky paper to like get the printing label out. It's really hard. Mm-hmm. Gets tangled. Yeah. Yeah. So the moment of like her reveal of like everyone in the audience being like, oh, "There's our girl." To is that our girl? It just I feel a little yeah, yeah a little shift. <laughs> and she's just like still in a bathrobe, looking not so glamorous, and yeah. you're like what like what's happening and just before you can even really finish asking that question or like accept like what you've just seen we cut immediately to like miranda and i think she is she at the doctor's is she giving birth like yeah does carrie get a text yeah i think carrie maybe gets a text and it's like they're here yeah and like it's miranda giving birth to quintuplets quintuplets uh three are Mm -hmm. in her arms and one is being delivered is that how it works they're just like coming out (laughs) or yeah that's just like they're maybe she even like didn't know prior like she just thought she was like having (laughs) one child (laughs) and (laughs) and then suddenly the doctor's like 
wait, there's more. It's a really good opportunity for like some comedy from Cynthia Nixon. Sure, sure. And then she's like, <gasps> twins? You never told me twins ran into your, ran in your family. And then Steve's like, ugh, Miranda. And then three more come out. Yeah, it's like, it was never twins, but it was <laughs> no. quintuplets. And then quintuplets. she's like, Wah! And then... <laughs> I think that Brady's there too. He's also like 18 by now. So it's really shocking that she managed to pull this off. And maybe that's why she didn't go to the doctor as much. Cause she was just like, whatever she happens, was, happens. Like yeah, I'll leave it in like, the Lord's hands. Yeah. Yeah. I'm not worried. If it's meant to be the baby will like be fine, but like, I'm ne- truly not going to look into it and just trust that the universe will provide. Yeah. <laughs> It's like, Marine, you really should have looked because now you have five kids. Oh my God. <laughs> yeah, I think, I think Steve's oh like, God. well, it wasn't twins, but it was. And then you just see Miranda with five of those like plastic baby bassinets like around her hospital bed. And it's just like, whoa. Like, whoa. Ooh, whoa. There can be a pun in <clears throat> Carrie's voiceover too that's like, she got like five for the price of one like when carrie's talking about like shipping Mm -hmm. like i had this great new business that was like really thriving like for x amount of money like you could own your own business too and like it was really a good deal and then she's like speaking of deals then miranda got five for the price of one and that's like then now we're caught up with miranda I gotta. I went to track for a second. I gotta say, if you just said that to me, as and I was a a producer, I would give you all my money. I literally, <laughs> you get the you get the funding. You get all the funding. Thank you. I'm like, please make these movies. I'm giving. Truly, every episode is a free idea for people to take and make it happen. Like, I want nothing more than to see every episode of this show come of this podcast. Like, come to life. My stomach hurts. Oh my god. Okay. Um, okay. So we have five bassinets. Um, yeah. And it really just kind of leave. Miranda's like, what are like. She, they're just like both in shock. I think. What are we? And yeah, maybe a, ca- the do? camera swipe and both of them go, like, yeah. yeah we don't know. We don't yeah. know what's going on. Sure, sure, sure. Mm-hmm. Um, then we cut to Charlotte. Yeah. Is she and, already? Do you see her? Like, she's already like QVC queen. Or are we gonna see like her business kind of start from no, ground let's, zero? Let's and see her. Let's see her at the QVC. She's already there. She's sitting next to Lori. It's truly like the most glamorous, like in like the most she it, she's successful in a very mm-hmm. real happy way, and it just like like she's like getting things ready and it's not elevated. It's really genuine and grounded. And she's like, "Do we think we should go with the white candles or the pink?" And then Lori's like, "I really love the white," and Charlotte's like. Oh. Lori, I, I really trust you. Thank you so much for having me back. And, like, the it's not Sex and the City dialogue at all. It's, like, really, like, okay, yeah. a, a really nice ground. <laughs> Mundane and just, like, really. Just, yeah. But, like, camaraderie at its, like, like purest form. And they're, like, actually, mm-hmm. like, good good friends. Um, yeah. 
And they're like, I think, yeah, we might be ready to shoot in a little bit. And they're kind of like arranging flowers or just mm-hmm. being like, okay, this looks like this is yeah. Be great. Even the even think? the montage music would have stopped. I think. I think it just like it just quiets mm-hmm. down, and you think it's like over, but the yeah. it, it's not. They're just like having a normal conversation. <laughs> the camera's like slowly <laughs> swiping across. <laughs> <laughs> and then as soon as the camera like you know pans across them their conversation their mundane conversation ends um then the music picks right back up speeds right up and heads to lena exiting the subway um <laughs> she's uh she is ready to take on the world somebody pushes her and she shoves them back so we see that she's like a she doesn't take any crap from anybody lena I love that. Yeah. She's like maybe even wearing like she's like wearing her sneaker, like wearing sneakers to walk, but then like has her flats in a bag or something. And is just like she's sensible, but also don't fuck with her. Don't touch her. And at this point, we we truly don't know how she ties in. It's the introduction of someone that has absolutely no ties to the rest of the girls whatsoever. (laughs) But just as happened to exit the subway and you're like, wow, who is this woman? Like, what does she have to do with this universe? Only time will tell. But we do know that she, she can be a bit of a hothead. Yeah. <laughs> Love. And what then I think a we, weird world. Then okay. we have to <laughs> cut to Samantha. And do she and Lena have like a run-in on the street maybe is samantha the person that bumped her by accident and then lena shoves her and that's how they like first meet that's a great like baton pass wink filmmaker thing is um Mm -hmm. yeah samantha's on the phone busy on the phone as you know and um because of her self-importance doesn't see lena lena then you know for a second she takes it for a second, she thinks yeah. about it. She's like, you know, th- she's probably having a rough day. And then she goes, you know what? No, I think I'm going to do her no. a favor and then runs after her and then t- tackles her. Great. Okay. Yeah. I think it's like, really good to have violence. See... <laughs> Absolutely. I'm 100% on board for violence and very realistic violence, too. And I think you see, you don't even see Samantha's like face. Like you just see a suit, like a some suited figure. Right, brush past her and like really checks her. Like it's so rude. Yeah, and then you get the full array of emotion of like it's fine. No, it's not fine. No, I'm running after this person. And then like Mm. pushes Samantha from behind. And it's only when she falls that you realize that that was Samantha Jones. Samantha Jones. Yeah. Yeah. We could even elevate that when she checks her, she dislocates Lena's shoulder. And Lena pops mm-hmm. it back in, and then. <laughs> Her arm hangs, like, really. It's, like, down and limp. It's gruesome. Yeah. On and the floor. Yeah. yeah, it's, like, it's totally down. She has to maybe even, like, go up against a wall. to. But it is, like, a two-minute process or whatever. Sure. Like, totally right. silent. Like, no dialogue from her. Nothing's happening. And then she vows revenge and has right. to like chase this woman for blocks maybe because it's taken right. her a while to like realign her shoulder okay love that love that i mean suddenly i see maybe still playing that'd be romantic mm-hmm. to see to have like you know nice suddenly i see music and then yeah pop lock and drop yeah mm-hmm. okay i love Great. it and then 
Samantha's on the ground. I, her phone flies. Like, it breaks. We get, like, a long shot that just follows the phone, like, falling and bouncing and breaking, kind of. And then you just know, I think, as an audience member, you're like, I'm seeing something different this time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're like... <laughs> if you, in it's... case you haven't had that realization yet, like, this is the moment <laughs> that you do. <laughs> everyone's reassigning who they are in their groups like oh i don't am i the lena of the group am i the carrie am i that they're all questioning um everyone's values <laughs> yeah totally and this, sure. this like really changes up like the whole the sex in the city like world as we know <laughs> yeah it. where are we yeah <laughs> um and so samantha's like i think it she's bleeding like her hands are bloodied from falling and maybe even her suit has like a tear on it or whatever. Sure, sure, sure. And do they have like a confrontation moment then where Samantha's like, how dare you? Like, why would you push me like that? <laughs> sure. <laughs> <laughs> and I feel like What's your Lena's- problem anyway? What's, yeah, yeah, what's going on? Are you having a bad morning? And I feel like Lena, I feel like Lena is um, soft spoken, but powerful. So I think um, she would maybe just, oh, this phone is smashed. So I think she would mm-hmm. um, maybe to reiterate, pick up the phone and smash it again in front of Samantha to like make her point and then like step yeah. on it and then like pick it De- up and then mm-hmm. like smash it again. And it's really like a 10 minute um, almost perfor- <laughs> performance art of Lena. <laughs> mm-hmm. She maybe even could tell an entire story of like her life story. Like she's sure. telling it. She's like, mm-hmm. what's wrong? And then it turns into like a, like a monologue, like a 10 minute monologue of this character telling her life story right. while right. smashing this phone just to like, at, at certain points it like punctuates like she's like right. i was born in vietnam in mm-hmm. like 1940 you know? yeah like yeah. and then it's like tarantino-esque in it's like storytelling abilities where you're just like wow like by the time she finishes you're like i'm all in on yeah Lena. I'm on Lena's mm-hmm. side all of a sudden. Yeah. And passerbys don't know if this is a real confrontation or if it's like an NYU Tisch like performance art project. Yeah. And it's New York. So people are like pretty much for the most part not engaging and no. just like letting it play out. But Samantha is like just staring jaw on the floor as this a little woman, bloody. As Lena. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And I think she Lena's like yeah what she's like i was a doctor in my country like before like i yeah. specialized in organ like, transplant XYZ. yeah organ transplant yeah like she's like do you know that there are like 38 veins in the heart that have to be <laughs> thick <laughs> That have to be like cauterized <laughs> together before you can even have one heartbeat, like some sort of yeah, medical analogy something... like that. That you're like, whoa, this is fucking deep. Like, right, right. <laughs> whoa, whoa. Yeah, we're in the ground. Yeah, 
Mm-hmm. And then she, like, yeah, her whole story, like, she was a doctor, and then she had to flee during Vietnam, and she, like, came over, and it was, like, so harrowing, and she started over, and now she's in a new country, and gets, like, no respect, and, like, can't be, like, the person she was, but she's still gonna, like, make it through, and she had, like, a son, and she had a husband. You get her entire life story, and you're just like, oh, my God. Like, this woman is incredible. And then by the end, she's like, so no. Like, when she finally steps on the phone for, like, the last time and, like, twists her foot over it, just to, like, crunch it deeply into the cement. Yeah. She's like, it's not okay that you pushed me walking out of the subway. (laughs) It it could all have been, (laughs) it could all have been started when Samantha totally would have been, like, to set Lena off and like do you know who you're dealing with that's such a Samantha attitude do you know who I am do you know where I came from do you know what I've been through and then Lena's like do you know what I and then that's when she lays it all on and then has that one Mm -hmm. crushing moment gorgeous what a gorgeous cinematic moment it's beautiful (laughs) and I think and Samantha's like wow like I like you we should change exchange numbers (laughs) Honey, you've been to Samba. This woman's amazing. (laughs) You like Samba? (laughs) Yeah, that Samantha's response is just like, "Do you like Samba?" Samba. (laughs) And Lena's like, "I don't even know what that is." And Samantha's like, "Well, get ready for the meal of a lifetime." And she's like, "She just is like, you're coming with me." And so they are like going to lunch now. Yeah, they're friends now. Samantha has a has, has a bloody nose, but they're going to lunch. She has a scrape on her nose where her nose scraped the ground where it's going to turn into a scab over the course of this movie. Like, but she's still going to go to Samba. Oh, my God. (laughs) Oh, my stomach hurts. Okay. So... I love this is like the first scene of the movie <laughs> that has is... also lasted. This is just establishing where people are at that's lasted 35 minutes of this movie. But Terrence Malick, like everyone loves it. Like it's powerful. It's powerful. It's gorgeous. It's, yeah. how, it's how you shoot it is what it is. That's, that's what we can mm-hmm. say in the room when we pitch it. It's how you shoot it. You'll feel it. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, you'll feel it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Perfect. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates, like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Maybe we're back home at that point with Miranda and Steve and they're just like overcome by their brand new babies and they're having that hard conversation where or even in the in the spirit of the movie, it's like they've already had the conversation and made the decision to move. And now they're just like emotionally like after that conversation 
just in a place of like silence and acceptance over like what the changes are going to be. So you just see them sitting at a dinner table, both like with their heads in their hands, like staring down for about like a minute or two. Mm-hmm. Babies are and ballistic. They're crying. Yeah. They're screaming and they just don't, they're immobile because they are at a loss of like, what should we do? Where should we go? Like what, what are, where did we, how did we get here? Mm-hmm. <laughs> and Steve's like, I hear Oklahoma is uh, good real estate. And then yeah. she's like, or she's like, I'll call the realtor. Maybe they don't even say that. And she's just like, I'll call the realtor tomorrow. Yeah. She gets and, up like, in silence. And then like, maybe like for maybe like a five minute performance art, like looks on her phone for a realtor number, writes it down on mm-hmm. a sticky and sticks it next to Steve. She's really upset. She goes back to her mashed potatoes um <laughs> yeah we see her just like googling like researching she reads a few yelp reviews of like certain realtors she like texts a friend it's very like real time yeah. how would she go about this and it really is more about just her reactions to having to like every sound and yeah. it's eye acting and it's eye acting and acting yeah it's really small but you know she's She's figured out how to spell John Deere, and she mm. um, is it with an E? Is it without an E? She's looking at different um, tractors, trying to see the schematics for tractors, how big a tractor might be if they were to own a space for it. Um, really like m- measuring, and then she in she has a sense of like, oh, maybe like I can connect a little bit of myself or my past self, my New York life with like matching a tractor with like a color or try to make it her own. But the reality mm-hmm. of it is, um, you know, a tra- you take a tractor, whatever tractor you can get. That's really kind of the reality of the situation. It's not about the color at all. Um, mm-hmm. And so she's, she, that like really like saddens her that she's not able to like take any yeah, piece of Yeah, if you can get a good deal. Yeah. I think so. Yeah. I love this scene where like at first she's really, she's kind of somber about having to move. But then, yeah, you have a scene a little bit later where she does get excited about getting maybe like a green shiny tractor a green shiny tractor she like like (laughs) shoots up in bed and she's like that will that will make it better and then you see a whole day of her trying to get like a used tractor and negotiating and it's much harder than she thought it would be and then at the end of this long scene she realizes she's gonna get like a kind of rusted red and black and brown tractor yeah and it's like she's lucky to even just be getting that one she's lucky and she she negotiated all day she's used all of the skills she's ever learned she went to harvard right and harvard at harvard Mm -hmm. to like you know get this tractor and then then even with the slightest bit of good news they go you but you have to pick it up you have to get the tractor the tractor is all the way in i don't know tucson and mm-hmm. you, you got to get it to Oklahoma. So now she's like, oh, no. Oh. Yeah, it's like a long sigh. Oh, no. Oh, Steve. <laughs> what uh, What do we... How... How And Steve's like, Miranda, we're going to get through this. And he's always the one who's like mm-hmm. going to pick them up. But it's rough. It's hard for them. Yeah. And you see him, I think, like boarding up his bar scout like he's 
he's sell like either selling the bar, or, like he's letting the lease expire, and he's like he's slowly or may yeah he's just boarding it up. Yeah, Scout's dead. Scout's, mm-hmm. <laughs> Scout's yeah. The dog and the bar are both the gone. dog and the, yeah they're gone. Very mm-hmm. sad and. I mean, this could even be an opportunity because aren't Aiden and Steve still in business together, technically? Mm -hmm. If they open that bar, they've been in business this entire time. Entire time. So maybe Aiden comes back. So maybe he sells, yeah, Aiden. Like, you have a scene with Aiden and Steve where they talk about, like, Steve says, like, we have to, like, move and I want to sell you my portion of the bar. And they have like a very long conversation, grounded conversation, just about the numbers and Aiden yeah. <laughs> numbers. Of, I don't even know what you talk about, but it's just a lot of numbers. And then the environment around them is very much reminiscent of their old life. A bustling bar, people walking around, people really talking, chatting. There's like lights going on. There's like. They're very, it's a very a lively scene, but because reality has hit their lives, Steve and um, Aiden's conversation is very, very, like, mundane. It's like, how much did you buy it in 2003? Well, with the market value going up, I think by now would be at this point, uh, maybe, I don't know, I guess my share went up maybe $50,000. Aiden, that's a lot. That's not, that's not, that's not true at all. He's like, yes, it is. The Lower East Side where this bar is is how much the rent has gone up i've you know and then he's like well do you use redfin or zillow and steve is like well it's you know uh it's it's up to my realtor it's actually not redfin or zillow that that information isn't your choice you know it's yeah. My, it's, like, yeah. it's not even that accurate if you no. look at it like a lot of things are posted after the fact like and i think it ends up like aiden is just like firm like he offers steve a certain amount of money that's like very low and it's he's just like firm about that mm-hmm. and it just is what it is mm-hmm. and it kind of just leaves you with like a sour taste in your mouth but you're also like what can they do like this is new york like it's it's new york and i think that we at uh, we know in we don't it's not said explicitly said but we know that their friendship is over because aiden's kind of like swindled steve just now and you realize Aiden might be a bad guy. Yeah, that's that's when you that's when it you finally s- comes out. <gasps> yeah, Aiden. you see it for the first time. You really see it clearly for the first time. Yes, this action ever, that as an audience member. Yeah. Yeah, that he was hiding behind this nice guy thing the whole time, but really, he doesn't care about his friends, quote unquote. Not one bit. Not one bit. And then maybe <laughs> Carrie. <laughs> Maybe Carrie and Samantha decide to host a party, like a going away party for Miranda and Steve. Okay. And it could be at a restaurant or it could be at like Carrie's apartment, but like it is a going away party, but then also it is like also a LuLaRoe. I was like, just she's like, <laughs> yeah, like a lot of strangers are invited that would right. not normally mix with their friend circle. And right. Carrie's spending a lot of time talking to them and trying to get them to like sign paperwork or like show being like, I'll show you the closet. Like it's like right in here. And like right. is not paying attention to like Miranda and Steve. Right. And every time we see Carrie in like every time she steps on camera, she's in a LuLaRue like print. She's in like a, a legging or whatever, but she's tried to like 
zhuzh it up with her own like styling so that people aren't suspicious of her and so everyone's mm-hmm. like carrie like what are you wearing and they're like she's like oh don't you know it's the new dvf like oh don't you know it's yeah and she's like trying to like make excuses the entire time but she's actually wearing lularue and i think her friends are like they don't they still don't know that she's doing this business because she hasn't no. told anyone so no. she they're kind of put out by how social she's been and like who are all these strangers and then and Carrie I think gets really defensive and is like what like I can't have I can't have friends like that are outside of the three of you like what I have a lot of friends like right shoot me yeah she and she's like she she like goes into this whole spiel about class maybe and she's mm-hmm. like you think that you're better than people who um you know are here like you think you're better than my new friends that's insane. You you know, this is everybody is equal. We're all we're all on this earth and we are she like goes into this <laughs> And all the women that are there are like other white women. Like yeah. she's like, Oh, you think you're better like and it's like just <laughs> no, bridge and tunnel like I white women. <laughs> I no, I don't think I'm no, what do you what do you mean? Seems like we're all pretty similar, one yeah, of the we're, we're... friends says. <laughs> and it's a wide shot of like just a room full of white women. And then Gary's like, Well, I think I heard a little bit differently. Like she's really up on her high horse. Yes. <laughs> and this is where she starts to get the idea like maybe we need <clears throat> like one diverse friend. Right. In our group. With Miranda leaving, there's finally room. There's finally a room for we yes. <laughs> yeah, that's when she gets inspiration <laughs> to to widen her circle. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and Miranda and Steve, like they leave like it's like they leave from the party, like into a U-Haul with babies <laughs> and with Brady to like draw to like drive away from New York. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's it's pretty dramatic. It's like they're all it's, ex- it's incredibly dramatic. It's outside and Carrie's like very famous porch or the stairs and Mm -hmm. but then they're like saying goodbye they're crying like the shot is like the four girls saying goodbye and crying uh three girls sorry and then Miranda and Steve get into the U-Haul they look out they're crying and they're waving but the next shot is uh Carrie and then all the white women behind Carrie they they've all like come down the stairs come down yeah, so it's very like um, almost like a magic trick. You're like, whoa, oh, that's right. And I think that that's a good place to like represent like care. Their New York life is so full, and Miranda mm-hmm. and Steve are going to you know who knows where. What's going on? The great unknown. Truly. And then like, I think for a big chunk of the movie, we just see them like on the road. Like <laughs> it's like. Yeah. Every it, every scene cuts to like just Miranda and see it's like very like Badlands or something where it's just like long shots of like the hills and the prairies and like different nature elements that they're in as they make their way to the farmstead. Yeah. Yeah, waiting waiting to use the like gas station bathrooms. Um, mm-hmm. and then like we can do like a, maybe a montage of like the different you know Sunico and like the different bathrooms at the different gas stations. Um, yeah, and like maybe... a loves, yeah, ga- a gas station and like a Miranda loves, like yeah. trying to breastfeed like in like a gas station bathroom or like yeah. just staring with her head out the window as like all the bales of at like the bales of hay and like yeah. it's just very. <laughs> 
and it's only sound or like really realistic sounds of their surroundings and just like crying babies right i i gotta say i the movie really is in the audience um reaction if this movie was ever mm-hmm. made <laughs> You've been radicalized by your own audience experience, and now you're going to give them something to really react to. Uh, I'll show you. you. Yeah, I'll show (laughs) you. You think you could have fun at the movies? Think again. (laughs) I'll show you They will pay. Yeah, yeah, you'll pay. Yeah. Teach you to be, ooh, and not a movie ever again. Yeah. <laughs> McCary is like counting her paperwork. Like she did make a lot of sales, like at the party, mm-hmm. and got some like ambassadors signed up or whatever. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and like maybe we even see her having that conversation with Big, like just going through like paperwork. It's just a conversation with paperwork and like sure, sure, yeah, sure, yeah. And uh, and I think after all of it, she <clears throat> does say he's like, well, it sounds like. You might break even after all, kid. And she goes, it's all we can hope for. Yeah. Oh, she, she Or have her, like, carry spin on it. It's always going to be positive. She's like, thanks. <laughs> Very, mm-hmm. like. <laughs> like, kicks up a heel. Yeah. Like, she's, like, off to lunch to, like, yeah. get Samantha to have the, to, like, figure out who they will, like, have with their friend group. Right. The most expensive place in New York. I don't even know. What is it, per se? Like, literally, yeah, like, know. whatever. I'm, like. I defer to you on that one. I think, yeah, they maybe maybe Samantha's just brought Leanne like with her to yeah. be with like her and Carrie, yeah. and like <laughs> and like Leanne could just be in the restroom at the at the start of it, and Carrie's like, I'm really ner- like I'm nervous about like having like a new friend around, but like with Miranda gone, like it's obvious like we really did need like. We needed like a woman and a woman of color to like join us. So yeah, and then Samantha's like, like, "Well, I have some good news." Mm-hmm. Yeah, this yeah. is a woman named Lena in the bathroom, and she is a woman of color. In fact, she's from Vietnam. And Carrie mm-hmm. squeals, "Ah, perfect." Yeah, yeah. <laughs> she could be like even like she's like, oh, "That's where they make the," and then she stops because she's almost <laughs> said too much. And then Samantha's like, "What?" And she's like, "Nothing." And then. <laughs> I'm gonna throw my computer through the it's wall. Like, oh, she almost so she got too fast and loose on that. One. Yeah, whoa, yeah, she almost got too excited. Yeah, yeah. and then okay. Lena comes out, yeah, and sits down with them, yeah, and yeah. they um, which is like they order their order, they just order food and right, it's Lena really, maybe awkward. Yeah, between all of them, it's really awkward because they're in a, an Italian restaurant, and Lena, I, and I'm pulling from my own experience. My mother in, in an Italian restaurant is an Olive Garden is just like very. I don't know why it's just cl- clash of, and so Lena is just very like I don't I don't really I don't really know what to get here, um, mm-hmm. and so they're trying to figure out um, what 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 Lena can eat out of the menu, mm-hmm. and that's that's the they scene. decide. Yeah, maybe on a salad. Yeah, they're like maybe some breadsticks. Breadsticks and salad mm-hmm. will be good for you, Lena. Yeah, yeah that'll be good a for Caesar, your stomach. perhaps. Yeah, mm-hmm. universal. Yeah, and um, 
Den. I think it's like maybe every time we check in with Charlotte, it's just like it's just only passing like shots sh- of sh- her success, yeah. but like Char- another like mundane thing. Yeah, I think that Charlotte's the only one who still lives in the old Sex in the City. She still has like, so I want maybe that'll be fun to like feel that she like still lives in that like fast pace, glamorous, like New York lifestyle. And she's like, she's mm-hmm. the only one who still lives in that world. So it'd be like a fun, like bounce back from like this mundane, boring dinner, uh, lunch with like Lena and Samantha and Carrie. And then Charlotte's just like, like doing like action shots, like <laughs> Harry, <laughs> like laughing. And then like, you know, just <laughs> taking her girls like to the strolling in the park with her girls or like mm-hmm. having tea at the plaza. Mm-hmm. Like maybe she even gets to go. Like, I think at one point in the movie, sh- her candles or something get mentioned on like Oprah's favorite things for the holiday. Like, Amazing. I think maybe this movie could build up to like Christmas or something like great. by the end. Yeah. Yeah. Great, great. And like, yeah, this is all taking place like from like October to Christmas. Christmas. And she's just gotten like the message and like, or she gets like a call from an accountant. That's like, your business is like, doing incredible maybe she even takes it public over the course of the movie like huge yeah and and then (laughs) right in time for the 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 holiday season and it's so exciting yeah yeah everything that carrie's maybe even done like you have actual charlotte now doing those same things like remember when carrie ran to the stock market to ring the bell yeah like charlotte's doing that and like carrie's book party like it's actually charlotte's like launch party of her new clothing like the clothing line and of her stuff wow i love that idea i truly that is so (laughs) that is gorgeous like beautiful like that is so beautiful She's living the Carrie Bradshaw dream, and it's, like, fully self-made, like, uh, the real Carrie Bradshaw. Fully self-made. Like, I mean, Carrie living those dreams, like, she had, like, $975 in her savings account when she was having, like, like the stock market. Financial issues. She was having deep, she, like, could not get approved for, like, a loan. <laughs> And like, was... like any any loan, not even like it just like truly there was it was no there was the no answer was no across the board there was no yeah. loan and then she reveals that she spent forty thousand dollars on shoes, um, mm-hmm. yeah. But now that Charlotte's living this lifestyle, it's real. It's she was already yeah. she was already doing well, and now she's doing even better. And so mm-hmm. it feels like a really nice reality for Charlotte to live in. It's a beautiful reality for Charlotte, and I it, I think even she. <laughs> She realizes in the moment of, like, the going away of Miranda, it's, like, she, she, that allows her to take space from the girls and really send her business into overdrive. So, like, it's almost like Miranda and Charlotte are having their own, like, movies of, like, learning. Yes. Like they're like Miranda's, like, after the, after she arrives to the farmstead, it's just, like, her trying to, like, fertilize the soil or like the soil the ground is so hard and it's like how do we everything is like how do we make this work but it's all pretty much no dialogue just like right her interacting like trying to plant like one plant and seeing like finally like a tiny sprout coming through and like (gasps) crying like jumping up and down and like crying and like (laughs) 
Miranda's movie first Miranda. laugh just goes no dialogue for no. the rest of the movie. It's just reacting and like total. It's a physical story yeah. of like farming completely. Yeah, yeah. Uh, 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 just many cuts of her wiping her brow, just like very mm-hmm. yeah in the in the beating and, uh, and like overalls and like dirt on her hands. Or mm-hmm. it's like it's like when she is constantly having something to do. If she's not mm-hmm. like breastfeeding or pumping, she's like plowing or harvesting like it's just it's a punishing punishing <laughs> lifestyle that <laughs> that finally yields one sprout and that's like the moment of hope where you think maybe she can do this but right. we, we'll never actually see it's just like it no. all leads up to that one sprout yeah and that, i think that's like maybe her christmas present that's like mm-hmm. her like a little hope of like okay we <laughs> We can do this. this. Yeah, we we maybe can yeah. do this. And Charlotte's, like, hers is, like, bubbly, like, excitement. Like, it's on the total opposite end of that. But it's, like, very a similar journey of just, like, putting in the, like, hard work to, like, make something out of yourself or, like, make the life you want for yourself. And it's, like, yeah. fun and glamorous and, like success and like money yeah. and then like samantha mm-hmm. and carrie are just kind of in the middle like <laughs> trying to, to be friends with lena like they're like we have lost like our other two like carrie truly <laughs> is like tapped out because she's just trying to break even and right. like but has to keep up like this fake lifestyle <laughs> right 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 yeah. right she's really working it she's really doing it lena's mm-hmm. lena's mute Lena, Lena, Lena has said her piece. It's, she said all that she said, and really is just like j- just making judgmental stares at everybody. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, and not being able to figure out, like, n- not liking any of the restaurants that they're ever at. Like, <laughs> never know it. Just no, being like, I, I, I don't what, like it. This is what is this? Yeah, <laughs> and like Carrie. <laughs> I think like after that first lunch, Carrie's like, Lena, like. She takes her as they like walk for a while, just the mm-hmm. two of them, and then that's when Carrie tries to like sell her on like becoming an ambassador, and Lena just like stares at her with no response, and Carrie like awkwardly like backs, backs away. away, and that's like the last. She like backs away a little bit, and then just like runs away down the street, and like that's the last time she ever brings it up to Lena. <laughs> And I honestly, I think that we have to have Samantha's like cancer come back, oh and like she, <laughs> and like how do we ground this and like put them? I feel like this movie is about them all moving in totally different directions in right. life. Right. Yeah. Maybe Samantha. Hmm. Oh my god, I can't even think. <laughs> I'm like, what? Like, what would? Like, what would put her in like a? different like frame like what would get her yeah. out of because she's like a high powered PR lady professional um what would really ground Samantha mm-hmm. um or does she try like does she find she gets into a like, hit and maybe, run does Lena do Lena and Samantha like actually become like great friends who's Samantha and Lena mm-hmm. I think so I think that I think that Lena is a because of Lena's like toughness that Samantha really, you know, it really resonates with Samantha. I was thinking maybe Samantha um, can accidentally get into a hit and run. Um, Mm. And as a PR person, you can't really 
you know, so every time she, like, is at an event or whatever, she, like, it almost slips out that she was a part of this, like, and it gets, like, worse and progressively worse. Like, the information about the person that she hit. Uh, maybe he was a politician. Yeah. Um, wow. Okay. Yeah. Did she kill him or just, like, gravely injured? Um, maybe he's in a coma um, and she's, like, okay. waiting. <laughs> to see she's never driven and also she's never driven before but she really wanted to like drive this like sheet car or something that someone dropped off at like the pr like she's doing pr for a car company and then they were like do you want to take this car for a spin and she's like i would love nothing more and then you get like a really good like her driving in the streets of new york but she since she does not know how to drive she hits a politician and then she's like looking over her shoulder so freaked out yeah. Yeah. She just speeds she, away. Yeah. <laughs> she, I mean, she Have was you like... ever seen? <laughs> There's some movie with like Anna Paquin that it never really came out in theaters, but like it was supposed to be like a huge kind of like Oscar vehicle. It's like a long, it takes place on like the Upper West Side of New York. And it's like she, I think she sees this woman get like hit by a bus and like die. And then it's just like, but the death of this woman is like it's so it's like very intense and it like changes kind of her life and her relationship with the world but it's also very kind of sex in the city where it's just like mundane kind of like upper west side happenings but i feel like the hit and run is very like it's grisly like it's like lots of blood <laughs> like yeah and like even though people Samantha's see it away, we linger yeah people see it and they're gathering around and we see like ambulances being called and it's like you're very much in that like yeah. moment yeah yeah it's it's bad it's really bad mm-hmm. and the people who are like so the politicians have security and they see her like drive away but they only they don't see her face they only see like what she's wearing yeah. and her hair and then they see the license plate and the make of the car so she has like a, the task of hiding the car <clears throat> and getting rid of it but it's mm-hmm. like part of the PR company so she's trying to like finagle a way to like get a car back to the PR comp- back to the um the people that she's doing the PR for but also hide the car that hit and ran so yeah it's a whole okay. thing for Samantha great can lena help her with this or does she like confide in her and they are able to like hide it together or yeah, like because lena has survival lena skills her to do like the right thing or there she's like i will help you in this like crime maybe lena doesn't agree with the politics the the politics and so she thinks mm-hmm. it's better for the greater good and so Lena, with her, like, toughness, she's like, okay, like, we're, this is what we're going to do. And she yeah. has, like, all the insight of, like, how to, like, hide a car. <laughs> or, like, mm-hmm. kind of, like, maybe they, like, they have this thing where there's this huge action sequence where, or, the, no, it's, like, at night. And they're in the car and uh, Lena, and then Samantha's like, are you sure? And Lena's like, oh, I'm sure. And then they put a brick on the thing and the, the car goes towards the Hudson and they roll out of the car. And then, like jumps into the Hudson. I love this. Yeah. It's like yeah. fully getting into kind of like gangster movie territory yeah, a little yeah. bit. And I'm, yeah. I see that for Samantha and Lena. And yeah. they become like bosom, they become like bosom buddies over yes. the course of this. But also like very, like Lena like tells like it is like, she'll be like, she'll be like, you're stupid for doing this. But yeah. like when she does find out, yeah, the politician, she's like, okay, I'll help you. It's for the greater good. And then mm-hmm. she, they they really talk about, like, what if the politician wakes up out of a coma? Like, what if, you know, how are we going to handle this? Like, what if he, you know, 
we just at all costs can't be found. So they really toy with the fact of maybe they're going to like murder the politician. Pull the plug. Like inject it. Like, yeah. Or just like inject something like an air bubble into his like IV thing. Yeah. And I could see them maybe doing that. Yeah. And like, or Lena telling like Samantha, cause she used to be a doctor. So she's like, I won't do it for obvious right. reasons. Like this is your problem. But like, <laughs> I will tell you how to what to do exactly. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and then we get like a long thing of Samantha like sneaking into the hospital and like getting like the, sure. the syringe and like slowly killing the guy. It could guy. be very um, like Kill Bill too. Um, exactly. Exactly mm-hmm. in a nurse outfit. Yeah, squeaking past everybody. I see it all. Yeah, but like putting on her like rubber gloves. Exactly. Gorgeous, gorgeous. Uh, Love it. Problem solved. Yeah, for Samantha. (laughs) And maybe even Samantha calls Carrie first because she's like, she would be my friend that I would like go to in this situation. But Carrie is too wrapped up with her MLM to like pay attention to Samantha. I think at this point, maybe Carrie is a little bit underwater. So it's like the output is always, you always break even in a pyramid scheme, right? And basically the point at which you lose money is when you are no longer, you no longer have physical energy. (laughs) So Mm -hmm. Carrie is exhausted. And so she is unable to move boxes and move products. She is tired. She's on the floor. Just on the floor of her closet. Like it just cuts to her and she's fully sleeping. And I think it happens right after Samantha's run down this politician. So you're harrowed by seeing him like bleeding out on the curb. And you immediately think in your mind as an audience member, you're like, oh my God, Carrie Bradshaw's dead. Like, because she's just she's in the, the same position like, in the yeah. same exact position just like right. and yeah you i think the movie we let them think she's dead for a good 30 seconds and yeah. then and then you realize Big, like walks in yeah and you realize yeah. no she's tired she's she's tired from yeah she's dead from capitalism so mm-hmm. great there you go there you like, a message a powerful message yeah mm-hmm. and i think we give her like we can give her a whole monologue about capitalism like killing her and like her relationship to shopping and like how that then morphed into like forcing other people to shop for these like fast fashion made in like really unethical like factory situations and like the things she'll do just to like break even yeah it's her it's her it's her aha moment it's her like <gasps> totally but then i think like this is the moment where carrie could change but she but then <laughs> she doesn't like she the next like the next scene and or like one of her final scenes is like where you think like oh my god like this woman is like turned over a new leaf like it's and it's just totally it's like so subtle but like she like turns on the printer again or something like yeah. that or like yeah like and you just realize like oh we're seeing oh. her do exactly what she did in like the first scene of the movie right right yeah she mm-hmm. it, you think that it's going to be different the it's a new day she's waking up it's like the same as um the, the the movie the ring where you think it's all over 
she showered it yeah. all off, and then someone gets killed, and she turns on the printer, and she's like, Lula Rue, here I come. Yeah, another day. Another day. Another day, another dollar. <laughs> <laughs> and, like, maybe Samantha, like, yeah, and then she's just, like, good friends with Lena. Like, she shows up to her house or something and, like, br- has brought her, like, a gift basket. And she's, like, you really saved me. And this is the first time she's, like, showing up to her house. So it's also, like, wow, this is where you live, huh? And, yeah. like, she's, like, interesting. And, like, sitting down. And then maybe Lena's, like, would you like some tea? And she's, like, yeah, I would. I'd like that a lot. And it's just, like, kind of, like, a beautiful, like, friendship, friendship moment. moment. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> like, Lena's been really harsh with her up to this point. Like, she has shared right. how to kill, like, helped her, but also been, like, so harsh. And this is, like, the first moment of, like, soft, vulnerable, like, female friendship between right. them. Exactly. And throughout the entire movie, this is probably our only, like, actual friendship. Because everyone's lying to each other, right? Like, everyone is, like... Mm-hmm. I'm fine, I'm fine, I'm fine, but really they're, like, underwater. Um, so this is the real first moment where they're, like, all of my cards are on the table. I think maybe as, like, a, a little, like, in Sex and the City, like, cheesiness fashion, Lena prepares them a Caesar salad. Um, and just, like, share they share a Caesar salad, like, at the Italian restaurant. And it's really sweet. Mm-hmm. It's really sweet. She, like, learned how to make it. It's actually delicious. Delicious. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> And maybe, like, you even see Charlotte. Like, Charlotte is going to meet up with, like, you think she's going to go meet up with, like, the girls again, but she's actually meeting up with, like, a whole new group of women. Yeah. And, like, she's the carry of this group. And it's actually, it's, like, a group of, like, diverse, like, really successful, like, women having, like, dinner somewhere. And you're, like, Charlotte literally ascended to like the next level of existence. Exactly. And I can literally see Charlotte being invited to be on Shark Tank as one of the sharks. Or like <laughs> Oh my god, yes. Yeah. Absolutely. <laughs> so she's now investing in businesses and she's like, yes, no, and giving good advice and she's become a really big icon. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and it's just like she's in another world. And then yeah, of course we have this the Miranda like True, maybe the last shot of the movie is like the seed, yes, sprouting up, and then a single tear. It's either that or Carrie going to the printer, but it's like really depends on how we would want to end it. It's like, do we want to end it on like a we want the audience to feel like depressed but hopeful, know there is room for growth and change, or Mm -hmm. do we want them to feel like some people do change, some people stay the same. I think maybe what we do is we do the we end the movie on like the new hope and then a single tear we have us we have the credits and then we have a hidden scene of oh no we are all trapped by capitalism and we have Carrie mm-hmm. printing the LuLaRue re- um, receipt. I like that. So for the real heads that like still are holding out that haven't left the movie, but are still like sitting there like, just like I got to see like at all the credits. At this point, it's like, just me. At this point, I'm the only one there like. And you're yeah. like, mm-hmm, you're mm-hmm, nodding. Mm-hmm, yeah. Mm-hmm. Artful. <laughs> I like want to see this movie. Like I really want to see Miranda's. Like I think Cynthia Nixon can handle 
she's a dramatist at heart. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like she can take on this role and like really chew on it and like the no dialogue aspect is very powerful. Yeah. She would be good. Yeah. She would be it would mm-hmm. be maybe an Oscar thing for her. It would be I think so. Yeah. It would be something yeah. that she could really do. I like too that this movie is essentially like a few different genres of like it all kind of starts off cohesively, but then each storyline becomes its own genre, which I think is really avant-garde and bold. Like we don't see that very often in cinema. So that makes me feel like the whole movie could get like at least like an indie spirit nomination or something. Literally when they say for the whole family, that's what we mean. Literally for the whole, mm-hmm. like something for everybody. Literally. Like Straight kids. men will love the action sequences and the, the cars, sexy, fast car. We can do like a fast and the furious esque car chase at yeah. one point with like Samantha and like an orange Lamborghini, like, we can even like, get new cars. Like, it, we can do anything with that. Like, the hit and run with Samantha can go into a huge car chase scene. We can mm-hmm. have that. Yeah, 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 yeah. And it would be super like, fun in- to see Samantha, like, you know, like, apply her lip gloss as she's trying to, like, swerve past red lights. She's still yeah. herself, she's right? Like- she's still her. Uh, yeah she's like i gotta get out of this like and and you're just seeing her do these incredible driving tricks but with no knowledge of driving so like i feel like in the last fast in fast nine they like somehow get hooked on to like a thing that repels them over a cliff like and catapults the car to like the other side of the cliff so samantha's like could do that on like the brooklyn bridge or something yeah yeah no problem yeah samantha can handle it okay great Great. Huge CGI and like special effects Huge budget. Huge CGI. CGI. <laughs> you For know, it might scene. be even fun to see Lena. It might be even fun to have Le- see Lena do that, like as her character reveal. Like so, Samantha's mm-hmm. like clueless, and have it would be fun to see Lena do, like a like take take charge. That's her take charge moment, and she's like, just yeah. watch this, and then she's the one who's doing it. Maybe Lena even has like she's running on the side like some sort of fast and furious like family owned car business or something where she actually knows a lot about like cars and then we do get like that fast yeah kind of hit that quadrant of entertainment she has like a full-blown like garage that she just like runs with an iron fist and it's all above board right but she can get gangster if need be yeah if need be Yeah. yeah Okay, I love that. Perfect. <laughs> Let me write that down. What is um? What do we call this movie? Um, I don't know. Okay, so like, what are the log lines for the other Sex and the City movies? Is just like the movie. Um, yeah, I think it was like Sex and the City, the movie, Sex and the City two, and then I like to do like Sex and the City three. Then like semicolon or colon and then whatever the name of it is, hmm. but it really can be anything. It can be like Escape from New York. Is that a movie already? <laughs> That's a movie already. Yeah. <laughs> or like Goodbye New York, or like yeah. Separate Ways, or something like that. Separate ways, but it's W-A-Z-E, like, ways the app. 
Great. <laughs> I'm trying to think of like farming or like soil or like grounded like, like references. Oh, like grounded for life. Some like some like ABC family. <laughs> <laughs> That's another that yeah, we just trick people into coming to this or they're like, yeah. I don't know what this is, but I feel yeah. like I love it. And then yeah. And it's like not ABC family at all. The marketing for the movie should be as sexy as Sex in the City. Like, the trick is to get the people in the seats. The trick is to get yeah. the fans, like... Get them to buy a ticket. That's all we care about. Yeah, like, Sex in the City, Glitz and Glam. Like, I something. Sex in the City 3, you reap what you sow. I'm... I'm bankrupt. You get all of my money. Truly. <laughs> tr- truly. It's ominous. Buy. And... Y- <laughs> Don't let the title fool you, ladies. We say in like marketing, we're like it's just as sexy as the other two, and they're like, I don't, I honestly don't know. That title freaks me out, and we're like, trust. And then it truly ends up not being sexy. And we, the biggest message is that we got you, capitalism. We, it's like the huge lesson of the movie and of just your experience buying a ticket and going. Truly bow down. That is <laughs> huge. That is huge i am wow i'm literally amazed jaw drop that is perfect done this is an incredible film an incredible movie. incredible god Amazing. thank you so so much for <laughs> coming up with this like i'm no thank i you. am excited yo i love it i love it i'm so excited <laughs> um tell everyone Tell everyone where they can find you. Uh, I'm on Instagram, Tommy2 underscores Doe. Dio. God, wow. I just am. Um, <sighs> what a journey. What a journey. Yeah. I think we even, I'm imagining just a poster of like Miranda with like the sprout, like a bean sprout or the something. The sprout. Yeah. And yeah. like, yeah, yeah it becomes Her like heavy wraps. duty yeah. marketing material. Yeah. And everyone's like, what is this? Wow. You just have to buy a ticket and find wow. out. <laughs> Yeah, the, the the colors are nice. The the green sprout with the red hair, it's nice. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Oh God! Well, thank you again. And thank you so much for having time. me. Of course. We'll talk later. My pleasure. <laughs> Bye. Bye. Friend of the Pod Production. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.